Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 11.04. Thanks for jumping in. We appreciate everybody for listening. And again, we will keep you updated on that traffic situation we've got going on right now. Yeah, if you missed the uh, traffic report there, we'll get another update at 12 after. But Parallel Parkway is closed in both directions at K7 because of a nasty accident there. uh, And that's hitting... You know, we're getting pretty close to lunch hour when a lot of people are going to be out. But again, Parallel Parkway closed in both directions at K7. And by the way, speaking of lunch hour, go to our Facebook page and tell us where the best fried chicken is in Kansas City. Um, I know Strouds will get a lot of love. Some people think that Strouds is overrated. I loved Strouds when I had my first Strouds in KC last year. And and the other thing I'm looking at, I have my favorite uh, that I'll throw in a little bit later. And the star had done a big list. And, and I know uh, the point actually Brady Goodman was talking about mm-hmm. this morning. And he's put his place up on Twitter. Um, I, I have a place that I like is my favorite, but I, I like those places that are kind of holes in the middle of nowhere. Sure. You know, like I'm a big fan of chicken and chicken Annie's and chicken Mary's down in Pittsburgh, but those local places that are just kind of that I, that I wouldn't know of otherwise, those are the ideas that I'm looking for. It's national fried chicken day. Let us know yours, uh, on our Facebook page. Jay Edwards, where's yours? Go chicken go. Okay. So that's been a popular one and that's (laughs) tell for those who I drive by it for some reason I drive, I've seen them around a lot and I'm one of those like, is that legit? Or yes, no? absolutely, and they they have the best livers and gizzards. Oh, if you love if you love chicken livers and chicken, doesn't? that's that's your specialty. That is like a delicacy to these people, and is the absolute best with their hot sauce and oh, it's just. But oh, real I'm quick, I'm gonna have to have some now. Tell me about the fried chicken though. Is the chicken, Sell me on the fried the, chicken. The chicken's really good. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's got a nice uh, nice firm crust to it. Uh, it's always cooked very well through, you know, so you don't have to worry about the problems that some folks have with chicken. But, yeah, but, but yeah, but I always get the chicken livers or gizzards. Chicken I, I, gizzards. I, I, I get both. I get both. I get a mix of both. And I don't want to hear Kentucky Fried Chicken on any of these texts or any of these Facebook <laughs> messages, people. Don't even go there with me. And in a couple of weeks, I'm making a trip to Chicago just to go to a chicken place. Which one? Uh, it's, it's up. It's up. It's in a, on, along Route 66 outside of Chicago. Okay. I've never heard somebody say they're going to Chicago for fried chicken. <laughs> well, they, so. just, they just had a big celebration. They redid their neon it's sign. It's his favorite KFC. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. It's not. And uh, it's it's my first trip. Actually, I forgot the name of it. Oh, nice. But, but, it's, but it's on my Facebook page. And uh, they I'm a big Route 66 fan. So this is on Route 66 just outside of Chicago. Is that where you get your kicks? On Route 66. There we go. Absolutely. All right. And people, so we are not going to be talking about this. this We're not is talking problem. chicken right now. But everyone is texting in their favorites. Hold on to it for an hour from now. Hold and on. And then we'll get into it at 1215. Go to our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash 981KMBZ. Because we can't scroll back to the text line that far. I mean, we could, but... It would take forever. It would take forever, so... All right, uh, also, we'll get you what's trending coming up next hour at noon. And right now, um, in Germany, President Trump is meeting with Angela Merkel. Boy, wouldn't you like to be a fly in the wall for that conversation? Two people who just don't seem to get along. But that's okay. He and Putin will reunite later, they, so it'll be They fine. will meet up a little bit later on, for sure. Uh, this next story comes to us from way, way way, way Western Kansas. Yeah, and the story comes to us out of the Wichita Eagle about a lawsuit that's been filed over, uh, and we could debate this. We're going to debate the definition of what coach-led looks like, Uh, but they are filing a lawsuit over prayer 
that's happening before high school games, uh, which is not completely unusual when it comes to sports. And the definition, the difference between church and state. So the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which uh, describes itself as a voice for atheism, agnosticism, and skepticism. Holy cow, say that three times fast. That's tough right there. Sent a letter to Shalin USD 103 and Weskin Schools USD 242 saying it is illegal for public school coaches to lead their teams in prayer. The letter said that basketball players from Shalin High School in Bird City and Weskin High School prayed together after a game in January with both coaches taking part in the prayer. The superintendent at Weskin kind of argued against that and said there was no coach-led prayer at the game. It was 100% student-driven, but coaches have participated. Coaches sat in the huddle. They sat in the circle for it, but it was students' idea and students led it. Uh, By the way, that superintendent of Weskin has said Weskin coaches will be advised not to even take part in the post-game prayer now, and they consider it to be resolved. Uh, The letter to the Shalin School District referenced Supreme Court decisions when the U.S. Supreme Court said a school district's policy of allowing student-led, student-initiated prayer over an intercom at football games was unconstitutional. Wow. So the lawsuit uh, continues, uh, and and the debate continues as well, about the definition of what coach-led means. Um, School district employees can't have a part in that. That's why the coaches there are an issue. But does them even being in the huddle... Is even that wrong? And it, it must be a little bit because the superintendent has said, yeah, we're going to pull coaches out of those huddles. All right. Here, here, here's my take on this, all right? I, Surgeon State. Maybe I'm weird, but I don't have a problem with this. I know that's strange, and I'm not, I'm not supposed to feel that oh, way. Oh, I don't think it's strange at all. I don't have a problem with if, 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 if the kids get together at center court or at the 50. And the coach wants to be involved in a simple prayer. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. If I'm a student and I don't want to be involved with that, I'll wait till they're done. If I'm a student that does want to be involved with that, I'll, I'll, I'll go get in the prayer circle. Am I allowed to feel that way? Sure. Am I? And you're not alone in that. In fact, I, I, I figured, um, and feel free to add on to this, yeah. given your experience in sports and how often this happens and how, how common this is. The problem, aside from the obvious church and state argument, which is, of course, what what they're arguing, is that um, I see these these post game these post game prayer meetings as kind of beyond just being a time for prayer, sort of a time for the team to gather as a team. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hey, let's bond as a team and talk about us being a team. And the problem is if you have one player or however many players that are atheist or for whatever reason are not going to subscribe to the prayer that's being said. Maybe they're Jewish. This is a a Christian area. Then it's not, you're excluding somebody from your team and what was intended to be a team building, rah-rah, all-togetherness thing now is leaving out some kids. Is is the point of, and and jump in 576-7798 and text in 22980. Is the point of the prayer to, to team build or to speak to to God. You know what I mean? Is, Correct. Is, is, I what's, see what you're saying. What's the point of that? Because yeah. if it's about speaking to God or whatever you worship, then can't I do that in the corner on my own if my God is different from your God or my beliefs are different from your beliefs? But you're competing as a team. And so... But what does religion I, have to do with basketball? Um, then why pray? <laughs> right, again. You know? But th- that's my point. If, if you want to pray pray and i know there's a separation of church and state and religion and schools and all that kind of stuff but if you want to pray pray if you don't want to pray don't pray and if those that do pray are the majority 
just don't discriminate against the people who don't want to. Why do we have to get upset about this? I totally get what you're saying. Believe me, I do. But Boy. Um, <laughs> even if, because the point that you are saying is, is it prayer or is it team building? And if it's, and if it's just prayer, then why does everybody have to be involved? It doesn't have to be the whole team. Like team building to me is laser tag. I think it is both. <laughs> I, I see it as, and, and I'm, listen, this is just me from where I sit. Not an expert. Didn't compete in sports in high school. Okay. But I see it as if, if the team is doing this, if the team is huddling together in prayer and the coach is taking part, then I see it as a, as a team, maybe team building isn't the right word, but it, it is a time of togetherness Unity. for the team. Unity is a, is a great word for it. And the reason that we have church and state in part is because that moment of, of unity is going to alienate some people that don't pray. And then, and then you're defeating the purpose kind of, then you are leaving people out instead of uniting the team. Should coaches be involved or leading Prayers before, during, and after high school sports. 576 We'll get to your calls. 98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Give us the best fried chicken in town. And I'm looking for... On our Facebook page, not on the text line. Yeah, sorry, I maybe shouldn't have mentioned it because yeah. now that's what the text line's going to be full of. But um, I'm and I'm looking... Go Chicken Go is what Jay said. And I, I like a place like that. Like, give me the off-the-beaten-path place that I wouldn't already know. But, but tell us the best fried chicken in town. And then Wicket later is going to make me angry. Yes, I am. About a list sort of related to this. Yes, I am. Which is always fun. Get excited. So. Uh, right now we're talking about a story that has to do with Weskin, Kansas and Shaylin High School. These are two, like, you couldn't get much further than Weskin, Kansas. Have you never been out that far? It's south of I-70. It's this close to Colorado. And Shaylin High School is on the other side uh, of I-70, just east of St. Francis, that close to Colorado. The Freedom From Religion Foundation, which describes itself as a voice for atheism, agnosticism, and skepticism, sent a letter to Shaylin and a Weskin school saying it is illegal for public school coaches to lead their teams in prayer. Uh, the letter said that basketball players from those schools prayed together after a game in January with both coaches taking part in the prayer. The superintendent at Weskin said it was 100% student-driven uh, but they will tell their coaches not to take part. Don't be anywhere near it because they know that that is that breaks some rules. You know that gets into it's one thing if it's student led. Although this letter cites a U.S. Supreme Court decision, in fact, several of them, where the court ruled that a school district's policy of allowing student led, student initiated prayer over an intercom at football games was unconstitutional. Now, in this case, we don't, it's the intercom at football games part here. This was basketball and this was in a huddle, not over the loudspeaker at a football game. That makes sense to me because again, you're kind of forcing everyone to take part in it, or you're at least forcing everyone to be exposed to it by doing it over the intercom. This was not that. This was kids getting together and, and huddling after a game. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Should coaches be allowed to uh, lead or participate in prayers, whether it's before, during, or after High school sporting events, 576-7798. Let's talk to Sherry on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Sherry. Hi. What's up? Uh, my question is, why did we become the nation of butthurt people? Who's the one that is butthurt here? The Supreme Court, the atheists, the Christians, the coaches? Who's the one? The atheists. Get over it. My God. There are people that, that can show respect for others. Just stand there and be quiet. You don't have to take part of these things. You can stand there and be quiet and be respectful. But I think we've all become just so enamored with throwing out lawsuits and voicing our opinion and being mad and hateful that 
it, it's, it's, it's glorifying being ugly. But Sherry, to be fair, we have separation of church and state for a reason. That's that's okay. a legal decision that even though, right. yes, many of you are saying, you know, the country was based on Christian values, we still say in schools, separation of church and state. Okay, and do you think that that might be a problem with what's going on in the world? No, not necessarily, no. Because I think I you do. can, well, I, do. I think you can exercise your religious beliefs outside of school. I think there are plenty of opportunities for that outside of school. I I, I don't agree with that. Well, I went to I went to a private Christian school and I went to the state uh, public schools, and there's really not a whole lot of difference. A prayer in a football game or a basketball game that's pretty minimal. Now, if you've got somebody in there. In the, in the classes, teaching Bible verses and things along those lines, and and incorporating Bible in the math, Bible in the English, that, that's an issue. But Sherry, public schools are supposed to be inclusive of everybody, and if you have a kid on this team that is atheist or Jewish or for whatever reason doesn't subscribe to the one kind of prayer that you're choosing to do in that huddle, what does that say to that kid? Be quiet and be respectful of but, others. But the team is gathering together. To me... An exercise mm-hmm. that is meant in part for unity does mm-hmm. the opposite. For that so kid. do we start? Just so do we start excluding? Uh, well, why do you have to do like it at that? all? Why does it have to happen at all? Again, that's why we have church and state. Well, I don't agree with that. I think that it should happen. I think that every you know everybody's entitled to their beliefs, and I think blowing up. Uh, and throwing out lawsuits and all this over a prayer is just utterly ridiculous. But I, I guess if we want to spend our, our time and money in court systems over things like this, that lets other things fall behind, you know, as far as drug dealers and things like that. I don't think we should uh, crowd the court systems with stuff like this. There's bigger bigger fish to fry. Thanks so much for the phone call, Sherry. Appreciate it. I mean, the nice thing is that the court's already settled this. Right. <laughs> the nice thing is that this was decided a long time ago. What if the coach was a Muslim and wanted to lead his team in a Muslim prayer or wanted to have his own Muslim prayer right before the game? And your kid is not Muslim. And your kid's not Muslim. I mean, that, that always twists the knife of, of, of right. Christians. Right. The problem, And because she went after atheists. I'm not saying that it's okay. But. Right. The whole point behind church and state, to your argument, Wicket, a little bit, is that when you have, um, you pick a prayer to use your, use your example of, of Muslim, you're going to have people that are going to be excluded from that. Yes. You have to pick one unless you're going to do 15 in order to make sure everybody mm-hmm. is included. Um, now, this is where we get into moment of silence. That's where you just do a moment of silence mm-hmm. and then that person can just be silent. But this was a student-led prayer. My my only, and I'm, I'm kind of on Sherry's, not the butthurt part of, I don't think, I, I think you, I think people throw that term out all the time because it's 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 snowflake and it's everything snowflake else, yeah. blah blah blah. But if you want to pray, and I'm not of that religion, or I'm not religious. Maybe I'm atheist. Maybe maybe I maybe I'm Hindu. Maybe I'm Muslim. Whatever. You go do your thing. I'm gonna go do mine. As long as when we get on the court or we get in that locker room or as when we're hanging out after the ball game, as long as you're not gonna be a jerk to me because of my religious views. Because I don't believe in the same God, because I don't have the same religious affiliation, then what's the big deal to me? The big deal to me is that you're doing it as a team. It'd be one thing. It wouldn't be a big deal to me if after the game, the coach said, okay, um, anybody that wants to be in the locker room and wants to say a prayer, go for it. It's it's the fact, or, or want to do it individually. To me, it's the fact that you're gathering the team together to do this and not everybody on that team necessarily is going to want to take part. Let's get a coach on the air. Kyle is at Overland Park. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. Kyle, you're a coach? 
Yeah, uh, I coached a Christian high school, um, and to be honest with you, I have never understood why people want to pray before or after a sporting event. Um, before a sporting event, you're in a mentality that you're about to go out there and try to crush the opposition in whatever means necessary, right? You know, mm-hmm. do it within the guidelines of the game, do it within the guidelines of the sport. Right, metaphorical, yeah, sure. Yeah, but metaphorically, you're, you're out there to win. Okay, so I don't want to sit here and have camaraderie with those guys before a game. And after a game, why in the world would I want to do that? Because I'm going to sit here now and what we're going to are we going to thank God for nobody getting injured or whatever or or anything like that? If we're doing that, is my heart really in the right place? Am I doing it for team or am I doing it for God? And if I'm not doing it for God, I'm doing it kind of as a mockery, because really what I'm doing is I'm sitting here thinking about the 15 turnovers that we just had. And I'm sitting, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to sit here. I don't want to sit here and, and not only blaspheme God in the process of, of offering up this hokey prayer, but at the same time, I'm also sitting here going, dude, little Timmy turned the ball over nine See? times because he wouldn't get his eyes with the thing. You know what? Little Timmy's got to learn to dribble and look up the, up the court. Absolutely. Kyle, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Um, but some people to that, I know we got to get to Mark. We'll have a traffic update for you as well. Some teams, some people get in that that mode, that competitive mode, by talking to God. Some then people do it get on in that. Some people. Some, but again, that's where we come back. Should the coach do it? Should the, if it's a Christian based or Christian faith coach. And what if he uses that as his motivation for the team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think students can still pray. Do it to yourself silently, not in the big group. 98.1 KMBZ Midday with Jamie and Wicket. 11.33. Uh, Coming up at 12, we'll give you what's trending. And also, we're asking you at 12.15, since it's National Fried Chicken Day, where's the best fried chicken in Kansas City? Go to our Facebook page and let us know. Facebook.com slash 981KMBZ. Right now, we're talking about the story out of the Wichita Eagle, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which describes itself as a voice for atheism, agnosticism, and skepticism, is upset with a couple of school districts out in western Kansas and sent a letter to those districts. This is Weskin and Shalin saying it is illegal for public school coaches to lead their teams in prayer. The letter said that basketball players from the two schools Uh, prayed together after a game in January with both coaches taking part in the prayer. One of the superintendents argued with that idea, saying it was student-driven and student-led and that they will tell coaches not to even be near there. But they say, you're wrong about what you think happened. Coaches didn't take part. Either way, they say coaches can't. And so we're just talking about this idea, the separation of church and state. For those of you saying there is no such thing as church and state. Yeah, it's but the, the establishment cause in the First Amendment kind of gets into that. That's sort of where the idea comes from, that you can't have that establishment of a religion. And in having church in school, there is no way to um, pick a religion or pick five religions that everyone will have a part in. Because what if you have atheist kids? There's no way to uh, to include everybody. Uh, on our Facebook page, real quick, Sam says atheist groups should start their own schools. And Mark says, I'm glad to put an end, they put an end to it. My high school coach used to lead us in the Lord's Prayer. I always thought it was stupid. I'll pray in my own way, in my time, and it should not involve a coach. What do you think? 576-7798. Alex in Topeka. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. Alex, what do you think, bud? So I'm a, I was a former school teacher, junior high uh, teacher. I'm a teaching at a university now. And um, given that in those positions, I was a state employee. Um, this, these coaches are state employees, and I, I really do think they're actually violating the Constitution about 
a separation of church and state, especially since they're representatives of the state. So that's what kind of my positionality on that is. I really don't, I don't see how um, how they can get around this in terms of that they're not representatives of the state and that the uh, Freedom of Religion Foundation or From Religion Foundation is in the right here. Thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it, Alex. Yeah, you're correct. That's why coaches can't take part legally. That's why teachers also can't lead prayer. That's it's the same. It's the same idea. Let's go uh, to uh, Clay Cobo and talk to uh, Allie. You're on ninety-eight one KMBZ. What's up, Allie? Hey, yeah, I was going to say. So I grew up here in Missouri, and there was maybe two times that we prayed at a sporting event, and because one of our coaches passed away, and it was actually the whole cross country meet, so all the teams participated, and the coaches kind of stepped aside to because they knew they couldn't have a part in it. Um, but I also live in Utah and living in Utah, there's no, really no separation in church and state. Hmm. Uh, it's obviously, it's a very, there's some areas that are a lot more religious than others. Utah being one of those. And an area where my guess is that in a, in a case like that, you do it until somebody complains about it. And in a state like Utah, you're going to have more people go along with the idea. Yeah, probably. You do it until there's a lawsuit filed. Anybody ever complain in Utah, Allie? Yes, but it's all, it's where I lived, it was 80% Mormons. So the 20%, you know, there's more of not much of a say. Yeah, I imagine so. Thanks for the phone call. We appreciate it. 576-7798. Let's go to Nathan and Shawnee on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Nathan. Hi. Hey, what's up? What do you think? Well, first of all, I think it's kind of interesting that um, you have an organization, kind of like the Scarrow was saying about the whole Utah thing. Um, it was an outside source that actually decided to, to, you know, complain about it. Nobody there, from what I can tell from listening to you guys, had an issue with it. Now, also going back to that other guy that was talking about how I, I agree with him. I think it's stupid to to pray before or after a game, but... I don't really care if you do it. To me, I liken it because I was hearing Jamie talk about exclusion and stuff like that. And I think, all right, but you've got people that want to do something as far as these kids. And I think more and more people are upset that the minority are kind of dictating things. If I decide before a, a game, hey, let's all go and have breakfast together. And you're like, I don't like breakfast. Also, I don't like waking up an extra hour early. I'm a teenager and want to sleep in. Great. Don't come. If afterwards we decide to have pizza... And you're like, I don't like pizza. The, the difference Plus, between what you're talking about, though, and this is that this has gone through the courts as a legal issue, and that no, has not. You were talking about how it excludes. You were talking about camaraderie. I was talking that's about unity. I'm, that's what yes. I'm addressing. You kept point, coming back, but it excludes people, and the whole point is camaraderie. Hey, so what? There are going to be things that you and I decide that we don't like. That's fine. When we get together on the where we really build the camaraderie is in training. It's not prayer. It's not the pizza. It's not the, the breakfast beforehand. But if you guys want to do that, so what? And regarding church and state, technically, regarding church and state, our forefathers left England because there was a national religion. It had nothing to do with the fact that, you know, I can't pray at my school. It has nothing to do with that. I can't go to the government and on those grounds, pray. I find it interesting that when 9-11 happened, everybody prior to that, we were kind of in a same, similar environment. When that happened, boo, ACLU, everybody just shut down. Nobody cared about that. 
But now that we're all feeling, I don't know, whatever, again, you had a, you had people out there, nobody was complaining, you have a separate organization that's policing everybody's behavior. Leave them alone. Until somebody from that group complains, okay, then maybe let's talk about it. But why are we constantly, you know, leaning towards the minority? They, There's a majority of people that want to do something. Let them do it. Who cares? It's not hurting anybody. But I, I, have, to, I have to cut you off because it wasn't like the, the, the foundation was just scouring games and saw this happen. They received a complaint from someone there. So to say that, you know, no one cares, well, somebody cared to file a complaint. And I, I don't know. I don't like the argument that, you know, just because it's the minority, they don't have a say. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like this idea that, well, you know, if it's just one person that complained, why do we change it? Well, because that, again, school, public schools are different. This is not other places. This is not, I, I don't personally love the, you know, we're talking about apples and rainbows when you talk about prayer versus going out to breakfast. Um, this is a public school setting. And, and the idea behind public schools is that everybody gets to go and everybody is treated equally and, and they make space for everybody. The, the whole point is inclusion. And I don't see why, again, I, I, I go back to this argument sometimes, but I think, well, why do you need it? Why not? If kids want to pray, let them pray. For me, it's the issue of the huddle. It's, it's that fact that you have the atheist kid. And if that was your kid, you care that it was the minority. Uh, if you have the atheist kid that feels left out, then you are defeating the idea of unity that it was supposed to accomplish. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. We'll wrap it up with a few of your, a few of your phone calls. Jennifer, you're going to be our leadoff hitter. Hang right there. Uh, we're going to get an update on the traffic situation. At last word, at the bottom of the hour, it was up to a six hour delay. Where are we at right now, Jay Edwards? Well, I'll tell you what, anytime you have a fatality accident, they go over the whole scene with a fine tooth comb to make sure they get every detail. So uh, that's what we have now. We have this fatality crash. <coughs> Parallel Parkway is shut down uh, at K7, and northbound K7 is shut down at State. They're going to route you off at State. Southbound K7 coming down from Leavenworth, you're going to be fine. But if you're headed for the northbound side, uh, you're, they're going to route you off at State. About the best thing you can do is to get around this is to, um, forgive me for taking that moment here to look at the map, Mike, but uh, there's a... Uh, Get There's over. no good way around there, this, is no, what you're yeah, telling me. Yeah, go 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 west to like 155th, uh, then uh, then up north, and then back east. To Just K7. stay home or wherever you yeah, are. You don't need to go to Leavenworth right now, <laughs> right. anyway. So you don't need to go to one of Scott Park's suburbs that he's claiming is his hometown. I understand that. All right, we'll get to more of your phone calls, Lou and Jennifer, and you at 576-7798, Midday with Jamie and Wicket on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket, wrapping up our conversation with you, whether or not coaches should lead prayers before, during, or after high school sporting events. An atheist group uh, based out of Wisconsin got a complaint as uh, two Kansas schools were playing each other, and uh, we're talking about way west. Weskin, Kansas, and Shalin High School, way near the Colorado border. Um, should they be allowed to? They got a complaint. There was a prayer that reportedly involved coaches. Uh, one of the schools denied the coaches were involved. So, Jamie, should coaches be allowed to lead prayer or take part in player, prayer before, during, or after games? Legally, they can't. Legally, um, at least in a public school, they can't because those are your tax dollars that are mm-hmm. going for that, and, and the law says you can't do that. Private schools are different. Um, for me, the bigger question is just the idea of prayer before athletic games or after in general about that huddle. What about the kids that don't believe in that kind of prayer? Let's talk to uh, Jennifer and Lee Summit who's been hanging on. Hey, Jennifer, we appreciate you hanging so much. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. Thanks for taking my call, guys. You got it. I was coming up with, I have a solution that I think would meet everybody's needs. 
I think that if everybody came together as a team and huddled and did what, you know, what they do, but had some time for silence, and then that way the people that want to pray can pray to Jesus, God, Buddha, whatever they do, and then that's an opportunity for everybody to just have some quiet time, meditation time, whatever that they do. But it's still coming together as a group. See, that's not bad at all. And Jennifer, it's it's something I think, Jamie, you kind of suggested. You alluded to that as well. Yeah, it's an easy solution. That's what a lot of schools will do is just a moment of silence sometimes. Um, it's a simple solution. That way you're not calling it prayer. You just give kids a moment of thought. Well, prayer, though, essentially, I know people are going to argue with me, is you, you do that yourself in your mind. And you don't have to outwardly say anything. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of Christians that probably completely disagree with me, but I think when, you, when you're quiet and you meditate, you can do your prayer or you can do whatever. You can pray to the God within you or with Hindu or whatever. Right. Jennifer, thank you so much for the phone call. Appreciate that. Uh, let's talk. I don't, and again, I'm one of those people, I don't need the moment of silence. To me, you want to pray to Jesus and I may not believe in that, that's fine. You go do that. I'll be here either praying to my God in my own head or not praying, whatever. Just when we get on the court, don't not pass me the ball. When we when we get in the locker room, don't not talk to me. When we go out for pizza, don't not sit by me. As long as the religion doesn't lead to exclusion, I'm okay with it. I really am. I'm fine with it. But I know it's not allowed because of the Supreme Court ruling. It just, it could exclude kids. When you put them in a huddle like yes. that and you say, let's pray together, you're going to have a couple of kids who are going to say, I don't believe in this. And now I feel excluded from this team. Let's talk to Lou in Liberty. Lou, you're on 98.1 KMBZ. Lou, should coaches be allowed to lead or participate in prayers in high school? I think that the uh, the Supreme Court is crazy. Uh, this country was founded on freedom of religion. Church and state, as you said, means that state cannot control your religion as they did in, in England so many years ago, where the church was England, uh, belonged to England. Uh, we have the right to uh, worship the way we want, like you said, when they want, like you said. Um, and uh, if, the, if the team members do not like it, uh, any one of them, they can participate in the huddle in their own way, because a huddle is, is camaraderie. You're part of the, the team, and if Christians don't really like it, then they're hypocrites, because Christ said, judge ye not, that ye be not judged. So just because somebody doesn't think the way you do doesn't mean you should um, uh, take anything up against them. Uh, they, ha- they have the same right you do, and uh, I think the Supreme Court is wrong because Anybody that does not, doesn't want to participate, they don't have to participate. Just be there as part of the team. And, and, and part of me agrees and part of me disagrees. I don't believe the Supreme Court is wrong because what they did was they ruled against exclusion. Right. They said, um, you can say that. You can say students or coaches can lead a prayer and the student can just not take part. But um, it's the reason why the Supreme Court said that when you blast the prayer over the intercom at a football game, that is unconstitutional. That mm-hmm. is illegal because you are, you're not forcing someone to take part, but mm-hmm. you're forcing them to listen to it. You're forcing their exposure to it. But I think to Lou's point, in the smaller setting, if you don't want to, you don't have to. You, you know. But again, I go back to if you have a bunch of kids that are Christian 
and you got a Jewish kid on the team, an atheist kid on the team, and a Muslim kid on the team, and those three kids don't join the prayer at center court after or before, will they still be treated the same once the prayer is done? And I don't know if that is true or not. What if the, the kids want to do it and the coach is different? You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. just – that it. What, what the Supreme Court ruling does, it, it, it closes Pandora's box. Right. It removes all of that out of the public school system. To me, I have more of a problem with it happening in a small huddle like that than I do over the intercom. Because at least in a situation like that, you can more easily get away from it. Mm-hmm. In the huddle, it's more obvious. Your, your differences are more obvious. Let's go to Blue Springs and talk to Sharon on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Hi, what's Thanks up? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you got it. Um, I agree with with Jennifer and with the gentleman from Lee Summit, kind of. I, I think that students... Anybody should be allowed to pray if they want to pray, but I agree that they shouldn't broadcast it over the PA system. Um, I also want to refute what uh, an earlier caller said about Utah. Utah is not, I lived there for many years, Utah is not a church state. A church state would be like the gentleman from the summit said, that um, the church or that the state has a state-controlled religion. That is not the case in Utah. They do not have a state-controlled religion. Um, they have a predominant religion, that's true, but it is not 80%, as, as the caller said, too. It's more like 50. Uh, and with activity... Only, only 50% of Utah is Mormon? It's only about 50%. And, and of those, there's only about a third of them that are really very active. Hmm. Okay. I, 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 I did not know that. You lived there for a lot longer. I've never been. I'm going to have to take your word, and, and I think her name was Jennifer's word, and, and maybe do some research on that. I, I would not know. I bet we can find out. <laughs> I bet we can. And thanks for the phone call. We appreciate that, Sharon. Uh, final word on this is going to go to Tim and Olathe. You're at 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Tim. Hi, guys. How are you today? Great. Hey, just an idea. Um, I grew up in a Christian family, and that's cool. Grew up in the Boston area, now live in Olathe, quite a different space. Um, but I've spent a lot of time in Eastern Europe where there are countries with state-controlled and state-dictated religions. And I believe that what we're hearing and what you guys are talking about is a reaffirmation of what the forefathers couldn't necessarily see in detail, but definitely knew in their minds what happened. And the dialogue is what our country's all about. They knew that if you have a state religion, that's the only one you can have, and it's going to dictate for everyone. What we see now is arguments, sometimes emotions, and that's great. That's part of being an American. But they didn't want one religion to control everybody else's lives. And, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that would agree that one religion shouldn't control everybody's life. It's a good call. And thank, and thank you for it, Tim. We appreciate it. We may come back to this a little bit later on. Um, interesting stuff from everybody. You see it on, on all sides. And, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to bring it up. And, and we thank everybody for getting in on this. It's on our Facebook page if you want to give us your comments there. Um, just by doing two seconds worth of research uh, from the Salt Lake Tribune, it's about 63%, 62%, of uh, Utah is of the Mormon faith. Okay. So it's not too, get, too far off. Not too far off. A little low. Yeah. All right, uh, feel free. It's up on Facebook, National Fried Chicken Day. And if you want to start texting those in now, go for it. Oh, Lord. Because now I, we won't need the text line between now and 1215. So go ahead. <laughs> National Fried Chicken Day, best places for fried chicken. Literate.
Can, Jackie Fried Chicken? No. Does that, does that I count? told you no. No? You're already going to upset me with the fast food thing a little bit later. Oh, I, no. You're going to hate this, this we all list. Know I am loyal to exactly one item from yes. one fast food restaurant <laughs> that is the greatest thing ever. And I dispute this list. Uh, it's, it's on the list. It's, it's not just not where you think it's going to be on the list. Yes. I can uh, promise you that. Also coming up, United Airlines. Back in the news. Oh, not for a good reason. But for, Usually not. But for a reason you would probably expect. Hey, can I take uh, 60 seconds real quick to just uh, go on a bit of a, a, a moratorium here? Do you mind? A I didn't, moratorium? I didn't, What's a moratorium? A monologue here. Oh, sure. Can I go on a real quick here? Okay. Um, yesterday was a really special day for me. And, and I know that this is not going to be me preaching in any way. Uh, three years ago, to, uh, yesterday, was the last cigarette that I had of my life. Um, quick backstory, when Lee and I began dating, she said she could only, we could only be serious if she was uh, to, to date a non-smoker. So I had to quit smoking. Well, three years ago yesterday, July 5th, 2014, she made me aware that I was not keeping up my end of the bargain. And I said, you know what? You're right. And I went out to go see uh, the music act Crystal Method. Had my last cigarette about 12 o'clock that night, maybe 11.30 that night, and came back. And I loved smoking. Trust me. I loved it. You, everybody, I'm not telling you about the history or the, the health reasons or all that kind of stuff. You know it. If you're trying to quit, you can. I haven't had a puff. I haven't had a drag. I haven't had a cheater. I haven't had a single one, even when I've had some beers. And that's pretty tough, especially in those first couple of months. So if you're trying to quit smoking, take it from me. You can. It's been three years and a day since my last one. And now my monologue is over. And so, just in time. That's all I got. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t